I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbian shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And here's what's happening this week. This week in the lesson. So a lot of you who listen to this podcast know we talk all the time about a little gay mecca just down the way from me in Boston. It's very, very close just to drive away. It's queer, it's quirky, and it's always a good gay time. That's right. We're talking about Provincetown. Lee, I'm so excited. I don't know if you know this. I have a gay aunt. <laughs> I, I've you ever never heard, of her? heard about your gay aunt. Tell me about gay aunt Meg. My gay aunt Meg. She used to live in B-Town for years. So I've been going to Provincetown since I was like five years old. I remember the first time I went, I went to my first drag show in P-Town when I was like 10 and it was life changing. I mean, I don't think I'd be the gay I was today without Provincetown. If you have never been to B-Town, you definitely need to plan a trip. And there's so many opportunities to go. There's Single Women's Weekend, Girl Splash, Family Week, Carnival, and honestly, just a ton more. There's things going on all year round. One year, I accidentally stumbled upon Bear Week. Clearly not for me, but you know what? I still had a blast with all of the bears at the pool. But my favorite time I've been is all of the Memorial Day weekends, but it is the biggest lesbian takeover on the East Coast, Memorial Day weekend in P-Town. And it's Incredible. the best. Maybe we'll have to plan a Les Hangout P-Town retreat sometime. Oh my God, it'd be amazing. <laughs> but in the meantime, make sure that you sashay your way to ptowntourism.com. That's where you can find the official guide to Provincetown. 
at ptowntourism.com. Cannot wait to see you there. Let's hang out. This Week in the Lesdom is a place where you can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. We want to let you all know that we are still planning our Trova trip to Croatia. We have 11 people signed up so far, and we have three more early bird spots that are being subsidized by one of our beautiful patrons. So thank you so much for that. If you want to join our trip, you can do that at bit.ly slash Croatia. We also want to remind everyone that in season six, we are putting up new bonus episodes for our Patreon supporters every month. We have five out already, and our last one was on Chasing Amy. Our next one is coming up on January 30th. It's going to be on everything, everywhere, all at once. So if you just need a little bit more, let's hang out in your life. You just want to hear more of our thoughts, uh, all of the thoughts that Ellie and I have on all the gay things. You're going to want to make sure you check that out. You can join our Patreon at bit.ly slash lespatreon. This week is a very big week for us. We are recording our Should Have Been Gay live episode for our hundredth Should Have Been Gay. Wild. Wild. Insanity. That is at least a hundred hours of Should Have Been Gay sometimes more than an hour per episode. (laughs) But this week on Wednesday night, we're going to be joined by Devin Hales and Bethany Brown to talk about Wednesday and the School for Good and Evil. It's going to be really fun. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can get your tickets at bit.ly slash SBG100 live. And it's going to be on Zoom so you can log in from anywhere to hang out with us. In the greater Liz universe, we want to let everyone know that Saran Jones really just bringing it all for the gays these days just posted that she is putting up another play that's gay. It's about two gay Californians. And it's basically it feels like it's a play that's told about their whole kind of love story, but told in little vignettes like out of order, like chronological order. So I don't know much about it, but it's called Spy for Spy. And regardless, we're just here for Saran Jones continuing to do all the gay things. Incredible. Speaking of gay things, has everyone seen <laughs> the new clue? Because there is some also, most of the characters on that board are gay. Let's yeah. be real. Yes. But the chef in particular. Super dykey chef. So gay. Yeah. Like, so gay. Were you the one who wrote on her Twitter, yes, chef? Yes. <laughs> you would? <laughs> yes, I was. Um, Listen, I cannot be blamed for that. Like, that chef has a trail of brokenhearted women in her wake, mm-hmm. okay? That's that is a me. Shane chef if I've ever seen one. Oh, God, she really is. <laughs> also in the Greater Liz universe, um, Sarah Paulson made a post for Helen Taylor's birthday, and I actually didn't see this, Ellie, so what did it say? Oh, I assume it, it was just, the cutest fucking thing imaginable. It just imaginable. was the cutest thing imaginable. They always are. It was are. just about like how much she loves her and how she she has impacted her. Like It was basically like, I have been changed for good, Amazing. but like to, from Sarah Paulson to Helen Taylor. It was beautiful. Lesbian love is real, and that's it. I didn't see her birthday post. I did see all the clips, though, of, God, who was Sarah Paulson talking to recently where it was like she was doing some interview with, like, some other actress, and she was like, oh, but, like, you're not my type. You're, like, you'd have to be, like, 50 years older or something. (laughs) I think was it with Kate Blanchett. Maybe. I don't remember. It was just, I I just remember seeing the clips um, all over the place and dying laughing. So A plus job, Sarah Paulson. 
Well, that's what's happening this week. Back to you, Elian Lee. Thanks, Elian Lee, and welcome to our 98th installment of Should Have Been Gay. Oh, 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 it was fun, it was great, but it should have been a little more gay. And in this week's episode, marriage. Marriage is what brings us together. <laughs> Today. There's honestly so many options you could have done for this intro. It was a it was a real tough choice. As you wish. <laughs> my name is Nico Montoya. Montoya, you. I should have. Yeah, I should have done the whole monologue. You know? Listen, I went with my heart, okay? <laughs> and that honestly, I should have expected that from you. It was perfect. So, to those of you who don't know, we are talking about the Princess Bride today. Super excited, and. We have a very special guest with us today, Kendall Payne. Kendall, welcome. Hey, sup, sluts. Am I, <laughs> am I allowed to say that? You, yes, you, can. you are allowed to say whatever you want. <laughs> it's okay because it's true. I'm just going to storm <laughs> off in anger. I don't know you guys at all, and my first addressing of you was that you're sluts. But I I like the, I like the it's, confidence. It's honestly. weird because you didn't know, but then you knew. Like I, you saw into our souls. Yeah, as yeah. I say that as Lee is like the most fully like, monogamous. I yes. could see that in her. But that's why it means so much to me. No one ever Lee, calls have you me a ever slut. Been called a you slut just in your whole you life. knew what my soul needed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's lots of types of slut. You, you could be a monogamous slut, and that yeah. is sort of... I actually... My friends in college, I used to call them monogamous whores because they would just get into these relationships over and over again. I was like, you're being a whore for monogamy, and it's mm-hmm. gross, and I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been me. That I would have yeah, been that friend. That is, <laughs> that is that's, that, that's fair. Definitely. So you're a monogamous slut, and that's okay. And that's okay. Also... <laughs> I just derailed this whole podcast in seconds. This has set the scene for what's going to be a great episode. For those of you listening, we want to tell you who Kendall is. Please. Kendall Payne is a queer filmmaker and stand-up comedian based in Brooklyn, New York. Kendall, I think you were recommended to us by Carolyn from Diking Out. Oh, love Carolyn. So super excited about that. If Carolyn says you're great, then of course you're going to be great. A recommendation we trust. Yes. So true. Um, yeah, I've been to Carolyn's house upstate. We're actually kind of good friends, to be honest with you. So if she didn't give me a glowing recommendation, that would be <laughs> actually sort of a rude. Yeah, we'll tell you the real deeds afterwards, you know. <laughs> yes. But you you also have a comedy show that you do monthly in New York as well, right? I do. Yeah. At Union Hall. It's called Slumber Party. It's on Instagram at Slumber Party NYC. I host that with Jess Henderson, who's also a stand-up comedian in Brooklyn. Both of us have been on Diking Out many a time. So yeah. Well, we're super us. happy to have you here at Les Hangout. Yeah. Thanks Let's for having me. And- to talk about a cl- an absolute classic. I feel like we say that jokingly, but this so is like many the times. classic to end all. Dude, this is so real. real. Like, what a iconic classic film, Dude, Princess Bride. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. And up until today, you know, I always thought, like, yeah, of course, The Princess Bride doesn't pass the Bechdel test. But I, what I realized today was that there are two women in the whole film. Like, <laughs> it's actually, yep. actually excuse no you, in the there's. Film. Also, the woman that screams at her during the dream. Oh my so god! Okay, wait. That's oh my god. That's just why because she's Repulsive. lesbian. <laughs> lesbian, and that's actually canon. That do you think wow, that's her, Do you think that's right a fairy gay mother? Like Definitely. in the dream, she's like 
you cannot marry this man. You must marry your lesbian lover. Listen, who but a fairy gay mother would come out with Queen of Pewtrescence? Like, yes. <laughs> Literally, that is the gayest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> we, we will get to that. We have we are, have to do our MDB synopsis first, but I definitely want to talk about that like straight up hag. Like, Literally. Yes, <laughs> that is the definition of a hag. Queer okay, icon. Lover. Okay, our IMDb <laughs> synopsis for for anybody who's not familiar with The Princess Bride, God help you, is as follows. While homesick in bed, a young boy's grandfather reads him the story of a farm boy turned pirate who encounters numerous obstacles, enemies, and allies in his quest to be reunited with his true love. <laughs> Perfect. What do we think about this synopsis? Do we feel like it's an accurate it, representation of the film? I, it didn't do anything for me personally. Mm-hmm. It didn't like the the movie is so like emotional and like so much more than like a grandfather telling a story. Like it's giving everything, and for me, that synopsis gave nothing. Nothing. So do it one better, Kendall. What would be your gay synopsis for this movie? I mean, I feel like if I had to, like, go with, like, if I had to, like, turn this movie gay, sort of in general, I'd be like, okay, three dykes. Like, first of all, Fezzik, Inigo, and Vicente. Yes, yes. The three of them would be dykes, for sure. (laughs) Like, they're just, like, a gaggle of dykes, right? So, like, Mm -hmm. a gaggle of dykes kidnaps Princess Buttercup, who is closeted but about to marry a prince. And they kidnap her, but it's actually, like, plot twist. She wants to be kidnapped. And Mm. she's here for it. And then her ex-lover comes and sort of causes a lot of drama and chaos, sapphic chaos, if you will. And, you know, I think it would just sort of spiral, like, downhill as you wish from there. As you wish. (laughs) When I was watching my my rewatch today, I'm watching it and my girlfriend's, like, texting next to me. That scene when they're falling down the hill, look, look, this is my favorite part. It's the best part of the movie i actually i had the exact same experience with my girlfriend when i showed her this movie for for the first time because she hadn't Mm -hmm. seen it and i was like seen it she had never seen it oh my god literally immediately and this is a spoiler so if anybody's like uh listening to this and hasn't seen the movie like go see the movie Uh, sorry to take over your podcast i'm like pause the podcast (laughs) (laughs) stop listening right now no we do honestly we do that too many times um what were we doing the other day, Lee? The oh, Handmaiden. We did, yeah, yeah. We did an episode about The Handmaiden, which hasn't come out yet. But every five minutes, I was like, if you haven't seen this movie, please stop. Like, I don't want to ruin this beautiful film for you. We're, we're an hour and 30 minutes into the episode. And Ellie's I'm like, like actually, spoiler please. alert. <laughs> At the end of the episode, I'm like, goodbye. Yeah, stop this podcast. We'll all, of your, all of your episodes are probably spoilers. This yes, movie came yes. out in 1987. <laughs> okay. It's okay to spoil it. <laughs> That's okay? actually so true. That's so true. Um, okay, what's the statute of limitations on spoilers? To me, I, feel I like think it's 35 years. 35 years fine. is enough. Okay, great. great. For I mean, me, almost 36 by the time this episode comes out, right? Yeah, it's yeah. got to be. Yeah. Anyway, so she immediately knew that Wes, the Dread Pirate Roberts was Wesley. And I was like... <sighs> That's like well, a huge Carrie reveal. Elwell looks like How Carrie Elwes. <laughs> like you can't put a mask <laughs> no. on him. Okay, he has I guess a tiny mustache, and you can't see his eyes. Like clearly, 
he it's, looks completely different. And then I realized yeah. I was like, oh, I was a child when I watched this movie. So I it was a big reveal for me as a child, <laughs> but she's an adult who sort of knew exactly what he looked Can like. See and, face shapes. And, yeah, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> maybe, I was like, maybe as you is... wish, as you wish, it's <laughs> Wesley. And she it? was like, Yeah, no yeah. shit. <laughs> she's like yeah he talked once and i was like ah cariella oh, still i perfect. see yeah is this how superman fools everyone is like they're actually all like six years old yes and he's like glasses no one knows it's me yeah yeah that's like literally it's exactly the same Whoa. incredible okay here's my gay synopsis my i wrote a gay synopsis for the princess bride just as is okay my gay synopsis for this movie is it's a veritable race to the bottom as every man in this movie tries to out-gay the rest. Maybe Grandpa was the real gay agenda all along. Yes. Okay. That was beautiful. That's a sleigh. It, <laughs> and honestly, I didn't think about it as them all being faggots, but now... <laughs> they literally all are. It is all... They're all gay. And that's why there's all men in this movie. Because they're all yeah, gay like- for each other. Listen, you, all I'm saying is like drop off. RuPaul in the middle of this movie and it's a totally different movie all of a sudden. Literally. Slay. Okay. It, it doesn't pass the Bechdel test, but it's because it's a gay man's film. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they were like together for me now. Yeah. And if we were going to have a girl in here, oh, princess. Literally. Let's Buttercup. 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 Yeah. It's the... <laughs> Gayest name. It's a drag. It's a drag. It's name. a drag name. It's Princess a drag Buttercup. Name. Princess a drag Buttercup name. is a drag queen, <laughs> and that is so. That's period. It okay. explains everything. Yeah. Lee, I also took a very like a more narrow view of the gayness, but I really saw one of the more beautiful love stories that I think I've ever witnessed in film, and that <laughs> is this: gay prince Humperdinck. And his true love, Rugen, must get Humperdinck publicly married to throw the public off of his gay ass and kill his beard on their wedding night so they can finally be together in their gay palace with their custom-built sex dungeon. I mean, yes. (laughs) You guys really just changed the whole movie for me. Right? I'm sorry, but... You were looking at it and then you are like, wait. Wait, like, this has completely shifted. Wait, is the six-fingered man Ruben? Is that his yes. name? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The six. They're in love. Man. Oh my they god. They're in love. The guy's name is literally like Humpadick, right? Like that's not just me. Like his yes. name. Humpadink. 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 Yes. Like it's yeah. right. There. It was in our faces the whole time. It was there the whole time, and we missed it. And it's. <laughs> Crazy. Who wrote this? Who wrote this movie? Are they gay? Okay, you know who yeah, also is gay in gay. it though is Fezzik and Anika yes. Montoya. Yes. they're in love. They're in love. Like they literally are in love. They have no. They ride away on horses together at the end of the movie. <laughs> it's wait, a double wait. date. It's a wait. double date. Before, <laughs> before we get, we're like at the end of the movie already. Before <laughs> we get there, <laughs> you okay? You rewatched this because your girlfriend or or your girlfriend hadn't seen it when you watched it for this. No, I didn't even watch it for this. I was I was just like a couple months ago. I was like, you have to see this. Just movie. Hadn't seen my it. favorite okay. movie. Yeah. So, what is your background? What's your experience with the movie? Okay, so I watched this movie when I was like six years old. And it is not appropriate for a six-year-old. But I was raised by two parents who were working. And so I would go to my friend's house. And her mom was kind of like, after school, I would go to her house. And her mom was just one of those moms who was just like 
fast and loose. You know what I mean? Like did not have any rules. It was a free for all constantly. And somehow we just like watched this movie over and over again. And I just like fell in love with it. I think it's the funniest movie. And my friend who was there would always be terrified of the R.O.U.S.'s. I remember that very vividly. And then like, it's just been like one of my favorite films. I don't know. I just think it's one of the funniest movies there is. And and I it's feel like movie. it's it's not really branded as a comedy. And like, ultimately, it is like a fucking comedy. Yeah. It's yes. so stupid. It's so stupid. The whole movie <laughs> is stupid. And it's full of like incredible lines. Like you guys have already said, like almost all my favorites, but there's so many more. Like it is so stupid. It's a stupid movie. Yeah. It, no, yes. but it's but it's perfect. It's though. perfect. It's like perfect in its stupidity. Yeah. What about you, Ellie? Because Kendall, I don't know how old you are, but Ellie, I can I can confidently say this movie's older than you. So yes. What was your experience with this movie? Similar. Um, I've definitely seen it like a bunch, and agree. I don't. Rem- I cannot tell you the first time I saw it though. I actually think I might have seen it for the first time in college even which is like it was not really a childhood movie for wow, me wow really yeah because like i don't know like maybe it just like wasn't like a movie that my parents watched do you know when what did I mean? this I movie like come out 1987 1987 oh wow let me tell you two two perfect things uh iconic things that entered the world in 1987 the princess bride and, and you I knew yeah. it. <laughs> I don't Perfect. even know you, but I knew it was you. Knew it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like, it wasn't really a movie that we watched in our house. Like, we, okay, my family is like, even honestly, we were watching even more inappropriate films than The Princess Bride. Like, the movies that like I watched as a kid were like scary movie. Do you know that? Like, the spoof scary yeah. movie. Uh, the Hot Chick was a movie that we constantly watch. For Christmas, we watch Eight Crazy Nights. <laughs> like we were watching like the most in like se- yeah. severely inappropriate films, like all those like rated like Road Trip, like, but not know. The Princess Bride. But not That's so the sad Princess to Bride. me. But I started watching it in college. I feel like a friend showed it to me because they were like, "This is the best movie ever." And when I saw it, I was like, "You're correct." And since then, like, I just continuously, it is like a comfort film. It's like, totally a comfort film. If I want to watch something that's just going to be like silly, make me laugh. Like, like I said, like when they're rolling down the hill, like I was, I still crack up. Like the entire exchange where he's talking about the poison. Oh, yeah. yeah it's so good. <laughs> that like so good. is a masterclass in just like comedic t- co- comedy, like a comedic monologue. It's perfect. My favorite line of the film is when he's like, no more rhymes and I mean it. And Fezzik goes, anybody want a peanut? Yes. <laughs> like, that is the stupidest, funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. It's so dumb and so funny. Billy Crystal is the guy at the end, right? The Miracle, Miracle Max. Miracle like, Max. Miracle Max. Like, the, <laughs> the dungeon assistant who, like, coughs up a lung and then is like, oh, sorry, here's my real voice. Like, there's so many, like, stupidly yeah. funny yeah, it's so bits. good. So like, good. It's so good. And so, yeah, and for this, I watched it again today so I could just, like, have it fresh and watch it with some gay eyes. But, yeah, I think I love it. I mean, it's, like, just a classic to end all classics. How about you, Lee? I I mean, I also feel like I watched it pretty young. And we, like, I 
saw this movie a ton. I hadn't watched it in years. That's why I was like, when, so this is another one where I actually, I owned this on DVD myself and like broke out the DVD to watch it for this, which was fun. But I hadn't watched it in a really long time. And Kelsey and I were watching it and I was just like, what a A plus perfect film. Like, it just, it's especially for how old it is to like still hold up. The test of time, right? Like just, it. this is still so good. It's so funny. It's only issue is that it does not, it actively fails the Bechdel test. It's, yes. Well, sure, but, sure, for sure. But it's still, well, but it's no, no, the comedy. Other than that. No, the the comedy in it, the, the, the way that they commit despite the production value is like so perfect to me like there's just something about watching like watching wesley and inigo up on the on the top of the cliffs like flinging themselves about onto the very obvious like crash pads underneath them you know and like watching wesley wrestle like the RUSs in the forest and you're just like this is the stupidest most amazing thing i've ever seen in my life and like i just I love it. I love it so much. It's such a good movie. It's so funny. Like we were watching it and Kelsey kept laughing at me because it's like I kept having to like say each line like as they're, you know, as they're coming up, like all the stupid lines that like same thing where I'm like, this is just like a nothing line, but it makes me laugh every time. And like and they're just there like this movie is just like permanently in my brain. Like you just can't escape (laughs) these lines. Wait, there's one other. There's so many. But the one that really got me again today was when. She's like, you've been so kind to me, but I'm never going to see you again because I'm going to be killing myself when I get to the suite. Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Kiss me. You're like, what is happening? Well, or like the ones like some of the stupid ones that kill me are like, I don't know why. I always think it's so. I just think half the time Andre the Giant talks in general in this movie. I love it. But the one that kills me is at the end when he's like, oh, and I thought like there's four of us if we ever find the lady. Hello, lady. <laughs> like, it's just, it's such a good line. It's such it's so a good, good line. And it's like the delivery of everything is so perfect. How can we, we've, I mean, we've gay synopsi- synopsied. I yes. don't know how you say that. We have done our gay synopses. Let's talk more about how we could actually make it super gay. So I'm curious, Kendall. Yeah. So we have the like, lesbian trio let's let's just dive more into how could we make that work with this new lesbian princess bride film well i mean like for me wesley is kind of a mask dyke like the hair is oh for giving mask lesbian and so for me like that is already sort of just there honestly i've sort of changed my mind based on you guys's IMDb synopsises, which slapped so hard. And I do feel like Fezzik and Indigo are a gay couple, an ego. And so in many ways, I kind of want them to stay that. And also, Vicini is also really gay. Oh, Vicini mm. is so, so gay. So, like, gay. so gay. So for me now, I'm like, okay, maybe it's not a gaggle of dykes and more so a gaggle of gay men. And they are saving the lesbian to go be with her mask lover, who's also mm. masked. Oh, Ooh, a masked mask. A masked I like mask. <laughs> masked um, mask. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Wait, has anyone done that? You know how they're like, you've heard of Elf on the Shelf. <laughs> <laughs> you mask on a mask. 
Yeah, we did now. Go quick. Go, go before Grandma. someone steals it. <laughs> yeah, a masked mask. Yeah. So for me, also for me, like true love, like true love, that's gay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. also the version of true love that they give us in this also, like, let's just dive a little bit into like Wesley and Buttercup's love story, right? Literally. This okay. love story if if Leslie is a mask lesbian, right? This lesbian has said four, three words. I can't like how many words. <laughs> three words to you, and, and you're. Like, you know what? I think fucking I'm dumbstruck. Yeah. You're so <laughs> you in know love. What? I think I'm in love. And also, they fell in love in like days. It sort of felt like oh, also like- gay longing looks. A lot of yeah. a lot of looks. Ultimately, there's also like a, a power dynamic. Like she's in charge. Sorry, are we? Do we have a mask bottom in the house? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plus, <laughs> there, I that whole opening scene where they're like, Buttercup lived on a farm, and she's like riding up on her little horse, and I'm like, OG cottage core, such cottage core, right there. No, it's <laughs> right. So true, horse horse yes. girl. Are you kidding me? Yeah, horse. I dated a horse girl, and I feel like ultimately horse girls are gay. (laughs) Well, and they don't get into the dynamic similar to Buttercup. (laughs) No, she was crazy, but (laughs) Uh, is Buttercup? But aren't all horse girls crazy? Um, Yeah, Yeah. is Buttercup not? (laughs) Okay, but but they don't get into the dynamics at all. But I also think it's funny that they have this whole thing where they're like this secret relationship with the farm boy, and I'm like, there's nobody else on this farm. Closet, yeah, two of them. That's so true. Wait, I (laughs) never thought about that, but it's just them. It's like, why is it a secret? It's just them. Maybe it's a secret because they're closeted lesbians and they don't want to admit that to themselves. They're they're closeted to themselves. Not even there's nobody around. Look at Carrie Elwes's little baby face right when he's in his little farm boy stage and then he's like i can't marry you yet i have to go off and grow the world's tiniest ponytail it's so true and you know what also is gay becoming a pirate Mm -hmm. (laughs) because listen every fucking little twink in bushwick is becoming a pirate like their outfits i'm sorry but it's getting out of hand it's uh... so are they just dressing like pirates or have you been out in bushwick and you're like wait these people are acting like pirates i mean no they're just dressing like pirates but wouldn't that be so funny if like there was a movement of like gay pirates in bushwick happening yes. and i was like i'm yes. here to report um <laughs> <laughs> that pirates have, that taken, pirates over bushwick. have taken over bushwick um yeah. For some reason, like I don't know how there is there is there water close to Bushwick? No, no, but actually there's like randomly like a not a barge. That's not the right word. What is <laughs> it's like an inland like I don't know. One time I went to a boat party in Bushwick and I was like, wait, what? Where is this I was water like, coming on, from? I was like on a boat and I was they like, shipped it in, you know. Also, I was on the boat and somebody was like, oh yeah, this boat is like sinking, but like really slowly. And they're like, <laughs> they're like the owners of this boat are like having a bunch of parties because like the boat is ultimately like, gonna eventually sink. this boat will be the titanic isn't that and, like, crazy whoever's on the last party like they're the, they're like russian at roulette the end, with a yeah. sinking boat 
No, it was the craziest party I've ever been to. I went with this person I met in quarantine who ended up getting COVID and not telling anybody. It was like a disastrous friendship that imploded so hard. But they invited me to this random boat party. And I was like, I did not know that there was water in Bushwick. So that was a really long-winded way of me telling <laughs> you that there might be water in Bushwick. Water okay, in Bushwick. Just in the same nice. way that we found water on Mars, there is water. In There's Bushwick. water in Bushwick. Um, <laughs> but either way. I agree. Becoming a pirate. And then two, I will say, they're like long goodbye. So and the good. fact that, that she's like, I'll wait for you. Yay. It's and a long distance relationship. They're in an they LDR. into a long Gay. distance relationship. Gay culture. That and is the lesbian way that culture. this lesbian Wesley, quote unquote, when she comes back. Let's call. Let's yeah. call Wesley. Also, I thought you said earlier. I thought is. you called Wesley Leslie, which is <laughs> a perfect lesbian name for oh my lesbian God. Wesley. Yes. I'm sorry, Leslie showing up in a high camp pirate <laughs> costume cosplay with a tiny little ponytail, being like my true love, as you wish, is well, like. But but before so before Leslie Wesley like comes back, <laughs> and and rescues buttercup she's also pissed at buttercup for not waiting for her which i also feel like is such yes. a game yes yes where she's like oh so you got a fiance like six years after i left you didn't wait for me <laughs> your enduring loyalty he spoke of yeah and he's- she's like and she's like i literally thought you were dead so <laughs> relax like i don't give a she's like you have to be alone and for the like if if i die like you i will haunt you like basically yeah. like yeah. that's like well, how gay their relationship is like you i'm dead and i don't care like be alone till you die i mean like, that's insane it's it's, gay it's like you like the song by alanis morissette you ought to know yes like that's wesley <laughs> wait isn't that is that alanis morissette yeah yeah you ought to know is alanis oh uh. Yeah. I was thinking of that song by the Four Non Bonds. What's up? That's what. What's it is. up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Both very similar Both. vibes, but but when Alana says, "When you said you would love me until you died, but you're still alive," like Wesley's like, "I don't care that I died, but you're still alive, so you should still love me." Yeah. Like, yes. So true. Intense. Well, I also feel like Buttercup being like, um, excuse you, like you died and I am clearly just becoming a beard for Prince Humpadick. And like, <laughs> I don't see why that's such a problem here. Like, I also do feel like like Wesley is pissed off that she hasn't waited. But Buttercup is also super gay because she's like, no, you don't even understand. I'm still in love with you. Yeah, like she tries to move on. She's like, well, she I, doesn't even try like, to move the on. The day you uh, you died, I died. And it's like, <laughs> okay, it's like, oh my god, we knew each other for three weeks. <laughs> She's so dramatic. It's also like being so dramatic about your ex is gay <sighs> culture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. like so how long weird. does it take them to get back together? Right? Oh, like they an get hour. Back together, an hour. Yeah, yeah, barely. Well, I'm including the chase, so like I, maybe, yeah, I don't know. But I also feel like once she finds out it's Wesley, like she didn't know it was him. Once she finds yeah. out it was him, it's like 10 minutes and they get Which, back together. Which looking yeah. back now that I know that he was literally just wearing a mask and I'm an adult and can see that, I'm like, how did you <laughs> also not know that that was your Okay, okay, wait. I lover. will give I will give one defense of this. It it's been years in an era with no pictures. Okay. Interesting. So take. maybe like the me- 
But like, so if that was your true love. You don't think you'd remember? Well, what he she knew like? him for like two weeks. Okay, but, but she's still pining over him. So you don't yeah, think she dreams about him? She's it's she's the love of her life. I'm like already making yeah, yeah. him again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? She's where are we going? The listen, love of her life. Wesley. Listen. Maybe Leslie got a little prettier in her mind over time, and now she's forgotten. But uh, yeah, I love how she's like, she's describing the eye color like to those eyes, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, she's literally describing his eyes while staring into the only part that you can see are the eyes. The mask is not covering enough of his face for me personally Mm -hmm. um, for that to land, but you know what? I'm going to get, I'm going to let it slide. Yes. Yeah. Because it's a great film. Exactly. So we have that gayness. They get back together, right? Definitely. I mean, then the rest of the film is like still, right? They are like, okay, we're in love again. And then they get separated. She basically, she agrees to a comp hat relationship to save her lesbian lover. It's so true. Yeah. It's so true. I will marry this man that I do not love so that you can survive. So you can live. Even though... He's a fucking liar. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, the, the only thing that I will say about this movie is, like, I don't understand. Like, I do feel like Buttercup trusts Humperdinck too much. She's like, I don't love him, but, like, she thinks he's a decent she guy. She does think he's I'm a decent like, guy. Can yes. I say, now, every time you say Humperdinck, all I'm thinking of is Humperdinck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's his name. Because that's what they named much. the character. This one's not on me. Okay, <laughs> no, I, I take no responsibility they created for this. this they did that. Yeah. Yes. Um, no, she is too trusting of him. I do feel like in general her character is a little too like naive for me. I'm like, girly, grow up. Like, and I do think that was the writing, and I do think that is another failure of you know bringing it back to the fact that there's literally ten men in this movie and two women. The writers probably weren't like super into like writing a well-rounded, uh, yeah. Deep no, I all, woman. I feel like the only reason that Buttercup is like even remotely, you're like, wow, I love Buttercup, is because it's Robin Wright. Yeah. Like and otherwise, I'd be like, this girl, she's needs to get a grip. She needs to get a grip. I would, <laughs> I would have to agree with that. She's giving like lost girly. I don't know. She's just really not all there she like she cannot protect herself at all like i do feel like if this movie was made today she would have been more she like, would have been more i agree when Dude, she would have like, killed yeah. like two or three rus's single-handedly so in true. the fire swamp easy. she wouldn't yeah. be so helpless in the fire swamp like that is like that was a little much for me ultimately but she did she's jump like, help, into the water helplessly help he's eating yes. me and she's just like sitting there yeah or yeah, when the eels come, like when the she eels would have, come, like, punch them in the face. And, yeah, like, she saves herself. Yeah, but um, wait. Also, do? sorry, can we sidetrack to talk about how um very phallic eels and how very terrified she is to be in water surrounded by them? She's not into it. That's You're all I'm right. Saying. It's not. It's the shape of the eel. It's not their. Teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The eel is a metaphor for dick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, she's like, I don't want to marry Hump a Dick. I don't want to swim with Hump a Dick. I don't don't want to do anything. I don't want Dick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's like, I will legitimately put a knife through my chest uh, before I have to sleep with the man. Before I have to sleep with the man. Yes, literally. Every chance she gets, she's like, I will end my life before I get into this marriage bed. 
It's like, no, it's <laughs> literally giving closeted lesbian. She's like, I mm-hmm. cannot marry a man. It's like, yeah, because you're gay and your yeah. lover is gay. And you're in love with a woman. Yeah. <laughs> and no. and counterpoint to that, like, look at Humpadick, who is just like every chance that I can have to have my fiance kidnapped, murdered, killed, like whatever I got to do. I am not sleeping with this. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Woman, like, he's not going to touch her with a 10-foot pole. He also also is like, I will kill you. I will kill you, you. literally. Yeah, he's he's a little sicker about it. He literally doesn't even kiss her on their, uh, their wedding. No, he's like, get it over with. Because yeah, he's, he's like, he's trying to rush to her death. Like, right, because he hired Vizzini, right? Literally. So he, he also, has do done everything he that he can. It's what? At the gay bar. At the gay bar. <laughs> Literally, where, where did, did he they find meet? those assassins? Is I mean, that what we're saying the tavern guys? is? It's a gay bar. That's where mm-hmm. Nico and Fezzik were. This makes so much sense. It's all coming together. It's around together. the corner from fucking Rugen's sex dungeon. This is all coming together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all coming together for me now. <laughs> we've we've cracked the code here is what mm-hmm. we've done. No, he, it's so he true. He gives me like, um, when we, did, when we did a should have been gay on Frozen, he's like giving me like, what's the Prince Hans? Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like that vibe, right? Where he's right. like, he is yes, kind of like, cute too. Like, can I say that? Humpadick, cute, a little cutie. Like, he's kind of cute. I think like all of them, like that's why I'm saying like they would pull at a gay bar. Like, he's also they're very like classic, yes. yeah, looking. Yes, so you true. know, I like, mean, also all that fabric, boys. like so much fabric, mm-hmm. and he's a villain. And as we know, all villains, villains are gay. Are gay. Mm-hmm. But it's like he's not just a villain. He's a villain 
with a super gay sidekick who has six fingers. I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. And most importantly, whose name is Tyrone. And where I Prince Humperdinck has a line at one point that I've never clocked in this movie before, where he literally goes, Tyrone, you know how much I love going into the pit with you. And I'm just like, <laughs> no, that entire boys. scene I was just about to talk about because he's like, are you sure you don't want to watch me torture this man? Yes. <laughs> it's a sex thing it's a sex thing thing, ultimately that's what i'm saying like that is a legitimate sex dungeon no yeah he's like you said that was a sex dungeon that sort of changed my life he's like tyrone i love watching you like strap down some young men and like and also like shirtless like when he is shirtless torture sorry i was gonna make a sucking joke it's i'm sorry (laughs) yes no he's literally moaning He's moaning. He's Tyrone's just sucking off some guys in his dungeon, and I'd love to be there, Tyrone, but I have to go murder my wife. Listen, okay? <laughs> I have to go murder my wife. He's like, I'm swamped. <laughs> I'm swamped <laughs> with murdering my lesbian wife. <laughs> my beard. He's like, and also, where did he meet? Can't, where did can't he meet watch Buttercup? you suck the life out of a guy, okay? I have to go kill my there wife. There it is. There it is. There it is. You needed that. But Wait, Wait, I need to know now because how did he meet Buttercup? Buttercup is a peasant. A beer. He needed Buttercup's a beer. Buttercup's at the gay club. That's what I'm saying. Buttercup was at that same club. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, like a, sure. it's like a, a multi gender queer club. Yes, it's, it's all the, it's, it's the, the queer club. And what is that? What the listen? Hell is how many called? how many gay taverns do you think Florin could realistically have? You know, I You'd mean, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Every what is the um the the like the thieves village or whatever? Oh yeah, the brute yeah, what squad. They also, like- the brute squad. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Brute squad. Brute squad. That's a bunch yeah. of fucking dykes. Like if that I've is- ever seen them, <laughs> that is a drag king show. Brute yeah. squad. Are you the brute, fucking kidding me? The brute squad every Friday night at the woods at the pit. <laughs> every Friday every Friday night, night at the pit. That's what it is. At the pit. For me, I yeah. love that you said Friday night at the woods because it's Wednesday at the woods. I know. <laughs> Wait, I was it, like, I was where trying do you guys to be like, live? I'm in Boston, but I I go to New York okay, like, okay, okay. relatively often. Because I feel like Wednesday at the woods has blown up on TikTok and it's so funny to me. Like people that I know will come visit and they'll be like, we have to go to the woods. I'm like, how do you oh, know God. about that? Um, Wednesday at the Woods is really a vibe. Sorry, I got completely okay, Friday, sidetracked. Wednesday's <laughs> at the Woods, Friday's at the Pit. This is how we're doing yes, it. Yes, That's yes, how yes. we're doing Friday, it. Friday, Drag King show at the Pit. And Buttercup was one of those drag kings. And then, <laughs> I'm just going off the rails, but I don't care. Then Humperdinck was like, who is that drag king? I want to kill her. But also, I think she might marry me. So, like, let's figure this out. Yeah. It's so yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love he's like he's like Tyrone, story. honey. Go get her number. Yeah, <laughs> I never knew that that character's name was Tyrone, and I I don't know why. Is that really his name? Yes, he calls him Tyrone. I wrote it in all caps in my notes when I was rewatching this because I was like, I've never clocked that either. And then he, literally, he says that sentence. He's like, Tyrone, you know I love going to the pit with you. And I was like, What is happening? <laughs> I've never seen this movie before. I swear. Like the what? pit would also be a great gay club. 
name. Yeah. 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 Plus, it's it's throwing like the fact that there's like, oh, you have to walk in through a tree. You have to know the secret button on the tree to push is very like I'm thinking of the bar in a league of their own. Right. Where it's like, I yeah. want I want the albino there being like, are you a friend of Dorothy? <laughs> like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You are are you a albino. friend of the Dread Pirate Roberts? <laughs> oh, you my God. In. Yes. Also, yes. That's Dread so Pirate Roberts. Also. OK. Yeah. Let's just talk about the fact that Dread Pirate Roberts is, like, not a specific person, but, like, an a, idea of an, a person. Yeah, like, an idea. A persona. Of a, a, a persona. Drag king, yes. 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 I literally wait, wait, like wait. like, Sorry. passing the gay torch. They're like, okay, hmm, hold on. I have, I have the perfect rewrite to make Wesley Leslie storyline <laughs> make complete sense. Okay, okay? okay, here we go. It's Leslie the whole time, right? Like the farm boy persona is the drag, right? Like she wanted to live as a man in a world before transitioning. So she's like, I'm the farm boy. I cut my hair. But then she's on a boat. She can't get her hair cut as much. And so she's getting the little ponytail back. And she's like, no one's going to believe I'm really a pirate. Better draw this tiny, stupid mustache on my face. <laughs> yeah, the mustache right? is definitely The mustache not. is yeah. fake. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I know how nobody will ever question my male identity is I'm going to become the fucking Dread Pirate Roberts. So mm-hmm. true. This so, all it's works. like a fucking Mulan story. Like she's yes. undercover yes. as a man. Yes. Wesley is for sure wow. Mulan vibes. Yes. So true. Yeah. And that then Buttercup. Things. Yeah, Buttercup thought. That she fell in love with a man, but then when she realizes that it's a woman, she has this whole like thing she has to deal with, and it's that's an why internal like, struggle. Yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah. all right, I guess I'm gonna just go marry this guy because I can't, I can't be with Wesley Leslie because I can't be with a woman, but I also can't let my lesbian lover die. But then Wesley Leslie disappears, and she gets really into drag culture and becomes a drag king, and <laughs> well, has also, really accepted that part she, of herself. There's a point where she basically is like, um, she's like, okay, I will marry you, and then she's like, never mind, I can't, right? And she's yeah. like, send the letters to Wesley. So I feel like we didn't see this on screen, but like, if we really wanted to dive into like the coming out journey of Buttercup, those few days where she's without Wesley Leslie, she is like, okay, you know what? I don't even care. I need to send a letter and say, like, it's okay. I'll be gay with you. Yeah. 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 I love it. I yeah. love it. Okay. Wait. I, I We can't finish, though, without talking about Fezzik and Inigo because also they're in love and I will die on this hill. They're so right? in love. It's not even funny. It's like the they're just writing story. fucking gay poetry together left and right. And like when, what is going when on? When Fezzik finds Inigo in the like forest and he's like drunk, it's like and he nurses him back to health. I love that. I mean, is that not the cutest fucking love story? I mean, that's ultimately the love story of the whole movie. And like yes. I said at the beginning of this podcast, they ride off on horses together. 
that's gay. Well, not only do they that ride off on horses together, they conveniently only show uh, Buttercup jumping out of the window at the end. And she's like, here's my delicate little leap out the window for like mm-hmm. Fezzik to catch her. But what they leave out is that that also means Inigo and and Wesley Leslie must have jumped out the window the same way. And I'm like, why don't you want to show us Fezzik catching show Inigo? Gay love. Bri- like Bride Carey style, catching him, riding off on their little horses together like roll the clip we all know what happened here okay we we all know it's the director's cut it's the long version it's in there we know it exists give it to us i also i have to give i have to give my wife credit because we're watching that scene at the end when when he looks down right like and he goes up in the tower with with buttercup and wesley and he looks down with uh fezzik's there with the horses and he's like fezzik you did something right. And she was like, she was like the look of pure love in his eyes. Like, I'm pretty sure that's his like, as you wish moment is like, he's saying you did something right. But what he meant was, I love as you. As you wish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's, it's all coded. Plus, Inigo's just gay. Like, I'm sorry, but Inigo's whole thing when he's like, oh, I, I just can't wait for this, this like buff man to climb up this mountain to come fight me and whatever and then he's like when he's explaining to Vizzini when he's like oh I'm gonna do him left handed like it's the only way I can be satisfied and I was like what <laughs> I'm sorry okay, what? The, what that whole scene with them fighting I feel like also is very much like a gay recognizing another gay oh yeah totally right, where he's like I respect you he's yeah. like you know what I wanted to kill you, but like now I don't want to kill you. Well, and they're like having a whole heart to heart first, yeah. you know? It's that Spider Man meme where they're like pointing at each other. It's that. <laughs> yes. They're like, yes. You're, they're like, you're gay? And he's yeah. like, you're gay? You're and gay? They're, <laughs> they're yeah. like, we're gay? <laughs> and, and because how perfect does that make the whole thing where he's like, he's like, there's I something that I know that yeah. you don't know. And he's like, I'm not even. Left-handed, like, and he's like, left-handed. I'm not left-handed either. Yeah, <gasps> and they're both like, they're like, I'm not even like actually straight. And he's I'm like, not even oh straight. my god, bitch, me neither. Like, yeah, that is wait, 100%. that is actually oh. so good. Also, also, um, Aniga Montoya holds a grudge the whole movie, and holding a grudge yes. is gay. So gay. It's like let it go, girly. <laughs> let it go. Like it's been twenty, <laughs> it's been 20 years. years. Uh, the grudge is too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, like the six finger man. How old is he? Is he a daddy? Like because he's been. He's sorry. You mean Tyrone? <laughs> Tyrone. <laughs> Dungeon Tyrone daddy Tyrone. Dungeon yeah. daddy Tyrone. Listen, I'm gonna twenty years. Let's say he was even like. Let's see, he was tw- 20. twenty even when he. Then he's at least forty. Forties daddy. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely like looks like Dungeon Daddy. He's got a little like gray. He's like, yeah, he's got like a streak. He's like, that's like a very gay thing to feel like. I feel like he's like, so let me keep like the one streak. Like he actually dyes the rest of his hair, but like keeps a streak. Yeah. He wants (laughs) to be a silver fox. Who doesn't? I mean, come on. He doesn't want to be. Yeah. He He succeeds at it. (laughs) He just is. Yeah. 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 Okay. Wait. I have, I have one slight a side comment to make which is while we're talking about dungeon daddy tyrone and <laughs> sex nights yes. at the at the you know pain dungeon whatever i feel like i also just need to um i need to rewrite for us the scene where our gay boyfriends fezzik and inigo bring 
Wesley to Miracle Max and Miracle Max is like, get the bellows because I'm going to rewrite that scene as three dudes blow a guy. Um, (laughs) And (laughs) I I feel like we could just make this whole movie like that. I think we could just blow a guy. That's the whole movie, to be honest with you. That's the IMDb synopsis. (sighs) Can I also say (laughs) three dudes, one of whom is Billy Crystal, blow a guy. Yeah, Yeah. Okay. Can I also just say that Miracle Max and his wife are kind of a lesbian couple also? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. That whole vibe is... And also, it's played by uh, Carol Kane. Okay, I was looking yeah. her up and I was like, wait a minute, is she a lesbian? And it was like Carol Kane husband. And there was like rumors that she was married to Woody Harrelson, but it's not confirmed. And I was like sort of about to go down a deep dive on that, but I didn't have time. But anyway, I don't know Woody Harrelson. She was in uh, Kimmy Schmidt. That's that's where I think most people these days would know her from. Anyway, there's nothing on the internet about her sexuality. So for that, I'll say she's gay. We we yeah, also what was the other somebody. what was the other movie we did with Carol Kane? It was one of the Lindsay Lohan ones. Ellie, do you remember? Oh, she's the drama teacher in Confessions yeah. of a of a teenage drama. Is queen. she in Teenage Drama Queen? Oh yes, God. that's what it is. She's yeah. so good. I for me, it's like if I Google someone and I'm like blah 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 husband and nothing comes up, I'm like they're gay, gay. and it's like not even there's no merit to it whatsoever. But I'm like yeah, mm, you're gay. Okay, <laughs> I think it's fine. I think it's right. Yes, we will take that as an accurate answer for everything. You're gay. You're gay. Yes. You're good. I agree, though. They are definitely a lesbian couple. Like, woman is nagging, nagging, nagging. Nagging. And same thing about revenge, right? Like, the only reason that Magic Max is like, oh, I'll do it, is to get revenge on his boss. Yeah, exactly. so He's true. holding a grudge. Mm-hmm. Gays hold grudges. <laughs> I'm making Gays. that a stereotype. It's not I mean, even a it's... stereotype. <laughs> Honestly, we say that on, like, most should have been gays. We're like, Hold a grudge. Pettiness. Once revenge. Yeah, it's the pettiness of it's it. It's the pettiness. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So true. Yeah. Okay, yeah, should we also it. talk about Boo! Boo! Oh, Boo! <laughs> Queen of garbage. Queen of garbage. Filth. Boo! Yeah. <laughs> She's gay. Yes. Who First is of all, she? Like, she is crazy. <laughs> and, I, and crazy equals gay. Gay. <laughs> crazy equals gay. <laughs> Sane equals gay. It doesn't matter where you are. No matter where you are, who you are, no. you're gay. You're gay. <laughs> I mean, that's sort of the point of this entire um, podcast. So, yes. I love that. But I do feel like, like I said at the beginning, fairy gay mother. Yes. Because this is a dream. It's right? a dream. Like, this woman, we never see her any other time except in this, like, fantasy that Robin Wright has, right? Slash Buttercup. And after that fantasy, she's like... This is her moment where she's like, I love Wesley. It's her come to Jesus moment where somebody's like, you're gay and you need to fucking deal with this. Yeah. It's her fairy gay mother shouting down her uh, her internalized comp head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. I see that. And I feel like she is like, you're a piece of garbage because you're trying to be with this man instead of the lesbian that you love. <laughs> She's like garbage straight person. You're garbage because you want to hump Beautress a dick. Putrescent heterosexual. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hump a dick and that's gross. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> I love it. And that ultimately, is also straight so people are garbage and we have to say that because no one else will. <laughs> We're yeah. brave ones here. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but I do feel like that's that is hilarious. Yeah, like she's this old lesbian who's like disgusting. You're yeah, gross. How, yeah, yeah. You. yeah. How dare you? How dare you even consider marrying a man? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she also would be at the pit. Let's be real. <laughs> she runs the pit. She is the she owner is of the pit. The bouncer of the pit. <laughs> I like, love it. I feel like an owner of a lesbian bar is always an old lesbian. Like no, like not. To yes, be. no. But, like, always. This woman is the owner of the totally, bar. and like, her she okay. lives. A, she lives above it. So true. In the tree. In the tree. That sounds right. <laughs> and yeah. Then she comes in a tree house. Yeah. Yep. That yeah, she yeah. built because she's yep. a fucking lesbian. <laughs> yeah. And she just haunts closeted lesbian dreams. <clears throat> I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um I have I have one final point because I I I added to my IMDb synopsis this uh grandpa was the real gay agenda line and it's really important to me for one reason which is that we haven't talked at all about the the baby fred savage part of the movie. It's true. But I feel like that part of the movie is the hashtag representation matters aspect of Princess Bride to me, right? Because they have this whole thing, especially with our new Wesley Leslie storyline, because they have this whole thing where where little baby Fred Savage is like, ooh, kissing, I ooh, skip the kissing parts. And then until he hears the whole story and then you get to the end and he's like, well, I actually, maybe it's okay. It's okay this time, Grandpa. Like, I want to hear about the kissing. And I just feel like... This is the whole thing is like, yeah, straight people don't want to see gays kissing until they're like invested in our storylines and our lives and like us as people. And then they're like, oh, my God, actually, yeah, maybe I do care about the kissing. Like, I want the resolution to the story. Like, give me give me Buttercup and Leslie, Grandpa. That's what that's what he's going for. Wow, you just did a whole research thesis paper on this right now. Listen, this is our 98th should have been gay, okay? Like, Like, we've done these. was accurate. I was like, whoa. That, like, changed my life almost. (laughs) (laughs) You were like, I got to get this one last thing in, and it's really important. And it's really deep. (laughs) And it's very, very intense. And I'm like, wait, actually, yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying, I think it's, I think there's something to be said for, like, how he changes his mind. I think that's, I think it's relevant. That's all. No, it was I'm not making fun of you. I think it's an incredible, <laughs> like, read of the situation. I'm impressed. Also, as you're talking about that, it's just going through my mind. He also is like, so we have to kill Humperdinck. <laughs> like, he, he, like, this little boy is like, fuck, compet. Yeah. So oh my true. God. Yeah. And Grandpa was like, yes. You got yes. the message. Exactly. <laughs> grandpa also, knew what's going on. All right, do we, the as you wish from the grandpa at the end, is Grandpa Wesley Leslie? Like, is that what they're trying to say to us? Are you asking, are you like, asking for real? Movie? For real, for real? Yeah, I'm just, I, I don't know. Like, I was watching it today and I was like, are they trying to say that this is Wesley Leslie? No, it's really a book. <laughs> yeah, but he winks or something. Like I'm like, are they trying to like he's like, I love that wish. that was your like, read of the movie. I love that. I don't think that's what it's doing. <laughs> but I I this, love it's that. the twist you out, no one yeah, saw. You go outside coming. their house and it's actually a castle. <laughs> You're like, was this nineteen eighties grandpa secretly a swashbuckling secretly. pirate on the high seas? <laughs> I don't know. He could be. Or no. Or, or was his father Wesley Leslie? I don't know. Like, it felt like there was like a 
there was a there was a thing there, but that's probably me reading too much into it. <laughs> no, it's so cute that you think that you're wrong. No, I'm just you're an kidding. idiot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Stupid. it. <laughs> oh my god, it's okay though. Okay, no, so I mean, I think it's a fairy tale. If I'm being honest with you, <laughs> I think it's a book. It's a book. What what led well, you to but, believe? I don't know. It seems, but it's also realistic. because I I do think this is such a great way to write your book into a screenplay, right? Like, it's such a genius way to do that to like make your book a book in the movie of it. Yeah. Yes. Wait, is that the origin of this? Yeah, because yeah, he book wrote the book, The Princess Bride, yeah. and then they turned The Princess Bride into this movie. But the book is just the book. Okay, I actually didn't know that, and that's cool. Yeah, that's fun, right? It is Isn't brilliant. It, like, no, it is brilliant. It's because really smart. It, it's such a good like. I don't know why it works so well for me in this movie. It does like work how really they well. framed the story yeah. out in the context of this. Like just reading this you know book to to little baby fred savage but like no there's so many good moments when they like cut back to it like the eels moment and he's like is it too scary for you and it's like i don't know it's so cute it's fun well and i also think like because the production quality especially for like a 1987 movie like was you know yeah super high like i feel like it makes it work so much better and i think it's why the the movie still works so well 35 years later even though all of the effects are so bad you know and it's like all of the the monsters and the stuff like nothing in it is like very well done but i feel like it works so well when you make the movie part of the movie be a story that's being read anyways because then you can kind of create this thing for yourself of like well it's okay it's just a story being read. And so right. it's like you can I feel like if you had just made the story of the book, The Princess Bride, into the movie exactly as it is in this movie, you'd watch it now and be like, wow, this is super dated and bad in a way that you absolutely do not when he's just reading him the book. Yeah, it kind of makes the whole movie camp. Yeah, in a way. exactly. And camp is gay. And camp is gay. So <laughs> done. In we've, conclusion. We've and done it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, wait. We have right. to do... Can we yeah, do ships your before... Ships. Yeah. And then so who, we'll wrap it up. Who are we shipping? Who's your top ship of the movie, Kendall? Okay, this is my top ship of the movie. And this okay. is going to come out of left field for you guys. My ship of the movie is... <laughs> Buttercup and Miracle Max's wife, because they're the only two wow. women in the movie. Wow. And I made their show. Wow, shipping. Leslie Erasure. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so true. Now that I know, I'm like, you know, obviously, but before I knew Leslie was what was Leslie was Leslie, you know. The does she even have a film. name? Does does the wife have a name? No, she does, but it, I don't think it's ever said in the movie, but I was like looking it up and apparently her name's Valerie, but I made the <laughs> which is they so for sure random. never so say random. That. Yeah. <laughs> so random. And honestly, Valerie is the real queen of this movie. Like she's the best. And she's like, humping, 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 So wait, so what's their wait, ship name? Buttercup their ship and name is Miracle Whip, which I thought was butter, but it turns out it's mayo, so it doesn't really work. But honestly, it's perfect either way. Nice. (laughs) Incredible. Mine is going to be Humperdinck and Tyrone. Okay, obviously. Fair. Because, like, they're just already together. Like, they're definitely together. I don't know what their ship name is. Like, it has to be Tie your dick. Tie your dick. (laughs) Tie, sorry, tie Tie, your dink. Tie. 
turning. Tight or tight hum, hump around. Tight hole. Mm. <laughs> tight hole. <laughs> Incredible. Um, but they are definitely together. That's all. Okay, I'm going to no, say no, then my top ship is my boys, Fezzik and Inigo, because gotta be. I just love them. Twoo I just love them. They're so supportive. Twoo love. Mm, so know. supportive. So what about Buttercup and Leslie? We're <laughs> I, we'll get, we'll get to them. I want to do I want to do Inigo and Fezzik, and I don't know what their ship name is. Fezigo. Uh, Fezigo, yeah. Fezigo. Yeah. The peanut boys. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Buttercup <laughs> and Leslie is for sure Leslie Cup. Lezer cup, which yeah. is Les, Les. hang out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so true. Les. So true. The pod. This, this show brought to you by Leslie. <laughs> um okay, can we can we Roberts say definitively the Princess Bride? It should have been gay. Should have been, been gay. gay. Oh yeah. All right, you ready for our Q and gay? We're gonna ask you some yes or no or multiple choice questions. You ready? I love that. Okay. All right, here we go. Q, 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 and, 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 and. Question number one. Which Dread Pirate Roberts has the scariest name? A, Ryan, B, Wesley, or C, Cummerbund? <laughs> it's got to be C. <laughs> Cummerbund. Cummerbund? Also, how do we not That's talk about Cummerbund? Gay. That's gay. <laughs> yeah. That's so literally gay. a gay in a polo. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Okay, question two, Kendall. What is the gayest thing Wesley Leslie says in the movie? Out of A... As you wish. B, there's a shortage of perfect boobs in the world. C, rest well and dream of large women. Or D, death cannot stop true love. It's gotta be rest well and dream of large women. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. Uh, Amazing. That boob line really got me, though. The boobs is really good, too. There's a shortage of perfect boobs in this world. And what does he say? And then he's like... it would, it would be, be a shame, shame to lose yours or something. Where, yeah, like, something like that. She's about, oh my god, insane! No, it's hot. Honestly, it's <laughs> like hot. the first thing you say to her is, "Hey, I really like your boobs. Nice rack. Yeah, I yes, missed uh, you. Nice rack. I'm alive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice rack. I'm back. Ooh, yes, we rhymed. All right. Question number three: Who is the gayest of them all? A. Buttercup. B. Wesley. C. Humperdinck. Or D. Tyrone. It's got to be Humpadick. Humpadick. <laughs> Humpadick. Oh, God, him in his little frilly wedding outfit. I just cannot. His frilly like, wedding outfit also was like clomping around yeah. the castle. Like, he's clomping. Like, yeah. I feel like he's got little tap shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> also, when he runs away, that moment, <laughs> I forgot about that until just now. <laughs> like they're fighting he's fighting and he going and he like runs away oh no, no that's that tyrone. tyrone that's tyrone that's tyrone Fuck. but that also is a gay moment so that's gay. they're both very gay they're made for each other there's another moment with humperdinck where he's talking to that guy who's like next to his chair and he's like i need you to clear the thieves thing and like the guy puts his hand on his yeah arm chair yeah yeah and he's like <laughs> <laughs> like stares oh at yeah, you. that guy. He's the one that like um, runs the, the brute ginger squad. ginger man. Yeah, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah, head yeah. of the brute squad. Brute squad. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, he's like in love, but it's okay. All right, okay. Next question one, four. This is this is possibly going to be an impossible question, and you can do a write in if you need to. Okay. What is your favorite the Princess Bride line? Out of a, have fun storm in the castle. B, marriage. 
C, queen of putrescence, or D, I do not think it means what you think it means. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> oh my God. I forgot about Vicini and what does he keep saying? Inconceivable. Yeah, I feel like we forgot the gayest uh, thing about Vizzini, which is that he has his own catchphrase, like gay. <laughs> Inconceivable. I do not think that word means what you think it means. I mean, I, it's gotta be Mowage. Mowage is what brings us together today. <laughs> Wolf. 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 <laughs> I don't know why, but that fucking line gets me every time. It's incredible. So good. All right, that is what they'll say at my gay wedding. Um, okay. <laughs> Are you going to try to hire that specific? Yes. Yeah. Like you yeah, find yeah. that actor. I'm going to find him. and That would be actually epic that would be so sad. everyone's like wait they look so familiar <laughs> eat it all right question number five here's our last one mm-hmm. what would you rather be a a prince be a pirate see a farm boy or d a dungeon assistant it's gotta be a pirate are you kidding me it goes back to all these fucking queers in bushwick dressing like pirates i'm like chain so many chains i feel like do pirates wear chains i don't know i feel like they would. yes boots also i dressed up as a pirate as a kid um for halloween one year and um i feel like ultimately like looking back on that picture like that was like the gayest little dykiest little girl you've ever seen (laughs) a pirate or as the dread pirate robert i wasn't the dread pirate robert Mm. but i it was giving Dread Pirate Roberts yeah. for sure. No, I would I would be a pirate. Lee, what was your gayest Halloween costume? Oh God, that's gonna be such a hard thing to answer. Um, I don't know already, why the what's first your gayest Halloween costume when you were not out, like when you were. A child. I feel like the first yeah. thing coming to mind is I for sure. My mom made me a whole outfit to dress as. Abu as the monkey in Aladdin (laughs) with like the little Fez hat and uh, and everything. Yeah, that's or maybe it was an Aladdin costume. That would be even gayer. Did I have a vest? A vest is you're in a little vest. That's it. I feel like I feel like it might have been Aladdin. I think the monkey has a vest. Yeah, doesn't the monkey monkey wear a vest? They both have vests. They both have vests. Now I can't remember who I was supposed to be then. Either way, feels gay. I don't know. Very gay. Definitely gay. Um, one year for Halloween, I was Jesse from Toy Story. Oh yeah, gay. So gay. (laughs) And that girl is gay. Cowboy. Cowboys are gay. Pirates are gay. Pirates. Monkeys. Why do you think the pirates go off with a bunch of men on the sea? It's giving gay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where are the women? (laughs) Where are they? They're in drag. (laughs) If there is a woman on a pirate ship, they're at the pit, okay? Yes. Like, amazing. (laughs) Kendall, thank you so much for hanging out with us for this chaos trip. I knew it would be because it's the Princess Bride. I love Um, it. Where can our listeners find you on social media? All my handles are at 
Kendall X Payne. You can find me there pretty much everywhere. Instagram, TikTok, Venmo. I don't know. Everything. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to just send Kendall some tips. Or just be my friend on Venmo. Like if you want to see who I'm sending money to, it's all yours. Like I'm an open book, to be honest. And and when's your next show? (laughs) My next show is, I think it's the first Saturday in February. Um, But you can follow also um, at Slumber Party NYC on instagram um and that will definitely have our next show and it's super fun we're at union hall in brooklyn and yeah it's a gay ass show and a lot of fun amazing yeah it was so nice to meet you guys thanks for having me (laughs) you too what a blast (laughs) i feel like we went on a journey and (laughs) i'm here we wrote we rode off into the sunset and for and three white horses for us three white horses so true (laughs) Let me hear you say hip, 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 We love hearing from you and building community, so we want to shout out some of our favorite things each episode. And we'd like to shout out Jamie, who reached out to us on Instagram to say thank you for making such wonderfully gay content. I love you guys. Great, great message. We love you too, Jamie. We love you too, Jamie. We also want to shout out, so some of you may have known in our episode last week, we talked to Jill O'Sullivan, who is one of the uh, community directors on the app Her, and somebody, we just wanted to shout out, somebody who reached out on our Twitter and responded, say that she had met her soon-to-be wife on her social app and I know on the post it says less than a week so that must mean now or or just recently that you got married so we just want to say congratulations uh happy wedding best wishes wish you all the best lifetime of happiness um so so happy for you love it you know what's hilarious too when I read that the gay in me was like she's like met my future wife less than a week I was like Wait, so you just met a week ago? And you're or? getting married. I yeah, love yeah. <laughs> So, oh, sorry. And it's it's Jacoba. Jacoba, I, I don't know how to pronounce it. But we're very happy for you. Your interpretation is probably more accurate. Yes, we're very happy I, for you. I mean, we could both be right. You never know. <laughs> you never know. As always, we want to thank our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Mark Foster. Tanya Ferguson. Saren Julia. Alana Rosen. Lizette Stye. Aidy Benitez. Fiona W. And Sophia Phillips. And our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen. Leah Hendley, Andrea Doucette, and Julia Gonzalez. Thank you all so much. We could not continue making this podcast without the help of all of our patrons. Uh, You're all just wonderful. We love you all. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Les Hangout Pod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. Or you can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Whatever app you use to listen to podcasts, make sure that you subscribe. That way you'll get new episodes as soon as they go up every week. We're also posting videos to our YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod to catch them. Les Hangout is an independently produced show. It's hosted by us. Our audio production is done by Ellie. Our production assistant is Krista Murison, and Twitter shenanigans and various other graphics and stuff are done by me. If you want to support the podcast, the easiest way to do that is to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We love hearing what you have to say. If you want to support us on our Patreon, you get access to ad-free episodes, Less Central's watch parties, bonus Patreon episodes, our Discord chat, so many other cool things. You can find that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. 
If you want to get some Les Hangout merch, you can get that at bit.ly slash Les Shop. We have all kinds of gay apparel for you to put all over your body. So do it. Remember, we also have a queer production company. We are making queer podcast musicals with guaranteed happy endings. You can find that everywhere at at dollarbeanprod. Or at our website, dollarbeanproductions.com. You can check out all of the episodes of our first show, The Flame, on any podcasting app. And if you want to help support us in making more musicals, you can join our Patreon at bit.ly slash dollarbeanpatreon. If you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at LSH Fist. At LSH Foster. You almost said Fister. <laughs> at LSH Fister. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Solving all your fisting needs. <laughs> if you ever wanted to know something new about Lee, here we go. And you can find me individually at Ellie Bridget on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out.